On today's show, we talk with Larry Yazzie. He'll tell you about his journey from first learning to dance at small community powwows to becoming a champion dancer, and now he stars in movies. Welcome to Powwow Life. I'm your host, Paul Gowder, and this is our show for February 19th, 2019. All right, everybody, tonight on the show, we've got my good friend Larry Yazzie with us. Larry is a powwow dancer, an MC, an actor, uh, and, and a motivational speaker. He travels all around um, dancing and giving great messages to the people out there. Uh, Larry, thanks so much for being here with us. Hey, Paul, it's my honor. I just want to say thank you for this uh, awesome opportunity to uh, share my stories and, and hopes to help somebody out there who wants to do what I'm doing. Uh, it's, yeah, it, you know, I, I see your pictures on, on social media, and uh, yeah, I got to say, I'm jealous. You get to see that all the places you get to go. Um, I'm fortunate with Powers.com to get to travel some too, but you get to go to some other cool places and and uh, really get to you know perform in a lot of different in front of a lot of different people. So that's pretty cool. Um, well, before we get to all that, let's uh, let's back up and um, if you could just tell everybody you know where you're from and kind of how you got started in powwow dancing and and uh, all of that. Uh, absolutely, Paul. I'm from the uh, Meskwaki Nation, which is in central part of the state of Iowa. Um, I started dancing around the age of seven years old. And since then, you know, Paul, when uh, this powwow would come around um, once a year and, you know, growing up in a small community in in Iowa, you know, I look forward to this powwow. And one year I saw these dancers, I saw these fancy dancers, and I told my mom, I said, you know what, mom, I want to do it. I want to dance. And, you know, we didn't have much money back then, but uh, she did what she could with uh, with the help of uh, uh, my great aunt. And they uh, pulled together and uh, got supplies together and got me out there the following year. And since then, Paul, I've just been uh, uh, dancing is, I believe, in my blood and I'm over 50 now, and I still dance fancy because to dance fancy, as you know, as you see the many powers you've been to, Paul, that uh, how what it takes to be a fancy dancer. And so from that, you know, fancy dancing has led to many different uh, opportunities and opened many doors for me throughout life. Yeah, it's really taking you a long way. So, um, well, tell us, so you, you started dancing. What power was that? Um that was the Meskwaki powwow? Yeah, it was our annual Meskwaki powwow, which is held every second weekend in August. And I, and I encourage, encourage people, you know, natives and non-natives to come check out this powwow because it's a powwow, one of a kind of a powwow where you see different dances, the buffalo head dance, the pipe dance, the bean dance, the swan dance, the um, just, different types of beautiful Meskwaki dances. It's a beautiful place to, to take in the beautiful powwow. And it's held every year. And we've, uh, so far, um, I believe this year we'll be holding our 104th annual Meskwaki Nim powwow. And I've had also the honor to be one of the MCs in the past. And But uh, I really enjoy dancing at a powwow. It's much like a, a homecoming too much um, like to say a big thank you to the Meskwaki community for, you know, embracing my art and also embracing me to, to speak on their behalf to the, to the world about our powwow. So this is, uh, I believe is the, the doorway, the gateway that got me started to what I'm doing today. 
That's cool. It, um, it, some of the powwows I get to go to, it's really cool to be able to see the, uh, not just the powwow dances, but see some of the, the tribal, you know, the local tribal dances. Um, I always think that's pretty awesome when, when they uh, incorporate that. Um, well, so you were, you were going to this and you were dancing and your, your family helped you put together that, the out, your first outfit. When did you start, um, you know, hitting the, the bigger circuit and start traveling around to the, you know, the Denver March powwows and the Gathering of Nations and those kind of things? I would say after when I got into my um, my junior senior year in high school, um, you know, because uh, with with school, you know, it took up a lot of my time with sports and playing basketball, and I actually I played basketball year round. And, um, you know, I had some encouragement from some, some local community members and, and encouraged me to travel outside the community to different other powwows and, and to compete. So from there, that's where I realized, you know, this is a whole new level of dancing for me. And it's much like uh, sports. You, you train for it. You run, you train, you run, you lift weights, and you do whatever it takes to to have that extra edge against your, your, your dancers that you're competing against, because, uh, again, it takes a lot of, uh, um, effort and patience to, to work on your craft and, and to work on your mind, body, spirit. And so, you know, my dancing has really led me to, to compete at many big powers, such as like what you stated, the Denver March power, the gather a nation, Bismarck, the Skimitzen powers that they held in uh, Connecticut. You know, I've had the opportunities to compete at those powers and to go up against champion dancers that uh, were at that time in the 80s and 90s, uh, you know, honored to say had the honor to share the same dance floor with them. So let's see, the 80s and 90s, we're talking, um, who were some of the dancers back then? Uh, I guess Dwight White Buffalo was, was around back then, right? Yeah, the White, White Buffalo, the late Billy McClellan, yeah. um, the late Saunders Bears Tale. Um, you know, at that time, you know, you, ha- you had Damon Brady, and you know, those were the innovators. You know, and and for me to, to not only to watch them, but also to dance against them was was a rush in itself. Because you know, you go home and you practice and you run the extra mile and you learn those songs and. And, you know, at that time, you know, Bismarck United Tribes was the, the championship power, considered the, the champion of all champion powers. If you even just placed at that, at that power was, was a big honor. And I, the highest place I, I, I placed at, at the uh, Bismarck United Tribes was second place. Um, that was, that was a rush in itself. That was one of my highlights was to place second. And I believe um, it was uh, Damon Brady who won first, and at that time, you know, I danced against again the late Saunders Bears Tale and mm-hmm. uh, other champion dancers at that time. Yeah, and uh, and when did you, uh, you know, I know you got into working on some head staffs, and uh, you, you know, now of course you're the one of the roving MCs for the gathering. Uh, when did you start working on some of that more than just dancing? Yeah, there's this powwow that they would um, hold at one of the university powwows. This one was the University of Iowa powwow. And a good friend of mine, a good brother of mine, his name is uh, Dr. Lorenzo Snyder. He was uh, uh, <clears throat> going to school at the University of Iowa. And he, he um, 
put these uh, powwows together at the university, and and he approached me to uh, to be one of the arena directors and to help run the powwow. And so I, I you know, I, again, I was uh, very honored, but yet I was nervous because it was a whole new role for me uh, to be in because you know you're 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 coordinating the the power arena, making sure everything went smoothly. And that was back in, you know, in the late uh, 80s and early 90s. So uh, that's where I got my my foot wet as far as being in the uh, coordinator of the powers as far as arena directing. Then I got the the big call from Gather Nations Power to fill in for uh, Roven MC. And that was about, I want to say in power that was about six six years ago now so yeah. i must be doing something right because they keep <laughs> calling me back it's a it's a beautiful opportunity and it's an again it's a whole new level and plus i get to you know share this the the time and show the world along with powers.com who we are and that we're still here yeah we've uh last couple of years we've had some fun interviews and uh and got to do some things together. So yeah, we appreciate you helping us out. It's been fun. Um, looking forward to this year. Um, I'm hoping, crossing my fingers, if it works out, uh, my daughter will be coming with me this year. It'll be for her first time to go to gathering. Um, so I'm looking forward to showing her that and uh, introducing her to all these people that we've always talked about. So yeah, gathering. Oh, that's is, awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm hoping it can work out um, school wise. Um, all right, and. You know, now that you, you're doing that, the gathering, you're, you're still dancing, which is amazing. Um, it, now, you know, I, I see you also. Um, let's talk a little bit about your, you've got your dance troupe, um, uh, the Native Pride group. Uh, how did that get started? And, and you know, um, tell me a little about, you can talk a little bit about some of the guys and, and ladies that are with you in that group. Oh, man, the Native Pride dancers, yes, this. Um, there was an opportunity for me to do a, a, a little school program, um, up in Minnesota, up in St. Paul, Minnesota. And, and again, <laughs> everything I, I, I dive into is something not only new, but also very nerve wracking because, okay, what am I going to say to all these <laughs> kids for the very first time? And I'm the only dancer, you know, you're, you're pretty I'm pretty comfortable being around other dancers at a powwow, but when you're the the center of attention of all these kids and teachers are looking at you and wondering what you're going to say or, or, or do. And because not, you know, some of these kids you have to remember, I've never seen any natives or a powwow at that. So you really have to uh, guide them in and, and educate them at the same time, but not only educate them, but you also inspire them at the same time. So, it's a, that's what I believe, you know, you really have to be creative and you have to do your homework. You got to do your research. You got to know your history. So, um, as a dancer, you know, it, like I said before, you know, it opened a lot of opportunities for me as a, as a dancer, as a, um, actor and as a motivator, because you really have to be one step ahead of everybody else of, as far as what they're thinking. That's what I've learned in this in the realm of, of entertainment and presenting. And, you know, I've been on your page and looking at your videos and the group you've assembled now, I mean, you've got some, uh, you got some 
some pretty talented folks with you. Um, so if we see one of your performances as a group, what do we, what would be in store for us? What would we get to see there? Well, I'm, I'm a, I'm a strong believer in, um, inspiring and entertaining at the same time. So again, I'm, I'm doing a lot of research. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of, uh, of, music so i i watch uh other music uh, like rock music and hip-hop and i try to infuse a little bit of that because you know i because the audience you know they range from your kindergartens to the high school to the college level to your elders so i try to infuse a little bit of uh modern day um, music and be innovative at the same time so my dance group, Native Pride Dancers, is a little bit different from other dance groups because the other dance groups could be uh, more traditional. I am traditional, but yet innovative, so I add a little flavor to it. If you know what I mean, like I'll yeah. use modern music or I, I'll use the the fancy lighting and 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 the sounds that go along with the music. So I try to you know be innovative at the same time and and very uh, creative too. It, you know, um, I always find it fascinating when doing presentations for kids like that. The, the questions you hear and, and the things they ask you. Um, you got any good stories about some of the questions and comments you've gotten from these kids? Oh, man, where do I start? <laughs> uh, anywhere from uh, anywhere from where do I eat? Um, where do I live? And how long I've have native americans been around yeah to um what's my favorite color to um what do i drive and how do i get here <laughs> uh, as as and, you know and even as far as is my hair real my long hair because that they're very fascinated with my long hair and i always tell them you know uh, this is something I always tell the kids and the teachers love this. And I, I will say, you know, you, you want to really know a secret of how to keep, how to grow your hair long and keep it healthy, long, shiny. I always tell them, first of all, before you go to bed, you got to, you got to read for about an hour. And in the morning, eat a well-balanced breakfast and your hair will grow long and shining like mine. And the teachers help you in that. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. <laughs> Very cool. Um, now, you've gotten to perform at some really cool places, you know, the, the Kennedy Center and um, all over. I think you've gone out of the country too, right? Oh, I've been to many different uh, um, countries. Uh, my favorite or the ones that really stick out in my mind is uh, Paris, France, um, the Kingdom of Jordan and in the Middle East, wow. uh, uh, Norway, uh, Australia, uh, Guatemala, um, Finland, Stockholm, Sweden, and you know it's it's a it's a unique opportunity to see many different cultures, and it's always the same wherever I go. You know they're fascinated with the Native American culture, and again it's. It's a stereotype. Whenever we go to uh, a new place, they get the stereotype that you know all natives are the same. So again, we we're educating at the same time, but yet entertaining. So again, you have to really do your research, and I have to do my research wherever I go because I, I want to know what kind of uh, 
language they speak, what kind of foods they eat, and the the people that um, that book us. You know, they're mainly from you know just the first time they're booking a Native American act into their community, let alone their country. So it's very fascinating to see how they react to us when we when we greet them at the airport and then when we get into a regalia it's like you know they're they're just really blown blown away because of the beautiful regalia that we have on and the music that goes along with it so it's it's really uh, nice to see you know them to really open up to our culture and you know i've gotten a chance to like work with you a little bit at gathering and uh i'm always amazed at um you know, you uh, you exude pride in in your tribe and your culture, and I'm sure that com- comes across when you're performing and and, and working with these folks. Um, and, and you're authentic. You're uh, um, I mean, you're an actor, but you 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 come across as very authentic and very um, relatable, um, which I think I'm sure it helps a lot. And one of the things I'm, I'm um, admire about you. Um, but you know, I know there's a lot of other dancers out there too that are um, that are starting to make that transition and, and going just from their local community powwows and starting to hit the, some of the big powwows and and getting requests at home to do these presentations and and to and to talk to other folks. You know, what kind of things would you tell them is if they're looking to you know, maybe try to follow in your footsteps and and start doing this this kind of work? Oh man, Paul, I just I encourage. Um, not only the youth, but I also encourage our older people that uh, to go. If you're still dreaming of something, go do it, man. Chase it, chase that dream. Because you know, like I said, I'm I'm over fifty now, and I'm still chasing my dreams, Paul. And I'm just now getting into the to the acting world and and doing a little bit of modeling, and you know that really keeps me in check as far as my health goes because you know. Again, um, I still want to dance fancy, even though I'm I'm in I'm in my fifties. I still want to dance fancy, so I'm out there working out and looking forward to the next power I'm going to dance. Because, uh, like I said before, you know, once a fancy dancer, I was a fancy dancer, and fancy dance is in my blood, and I love watching other fancy dancers grow from the tiny tots to the juniors to the teens to they become adults, and you know, you just see the growth, the pride in them. And I always encourage, you know, anybody in their own community, they can become a leader and you can, you can help others, especially our young youth, because the youth sometimes they they need a little push sometimes, but if you give them a little pride, something, whether it be dancing or outfit making or singing or whatever it is, you know, it shows that, you know, they're doing a, a big change within their lives, not only in their lives, but within the families and within their communities. And I think that's really important is that um, taking pride in it and connecting with it um, can really take you places. Um, obviously it's taking you all over the world. But I, th- I think, you know, if more kids really take the time and um, work at it, it's something that, uh, you know, I was actually talking to a friend of mine who's, um, a principal in a uh, school 
close to where I am, um, who has a predominant uh, Indian population at his school. And that's one of the things he's working with is trying to, um, they aren't aware of their culture. And he's working to to help them connect um, so that they'll have something like what like what you're talking about, something to to look forward to, something to take pride in. So uh, uh, that message is, is uh, really resonates with me. So I appreciate you saying that. Um, oh man, Paul, yeah. it's it's always good to see you at Gather Nations because <laughs> you know you yourself, you know you're you're very um, you're one of the nicest guys I ever met on the trail and in my line of work and what you do for not just for the powwow families for the powwow world but you you do it for the whole world people to tune in and understand what they're watching because what you've done is uh, it's helped me so much too in, in more ways than, than you'll ever know i appreciate that um well so now you you mentioned the acting thing so let's talk about that how did you make the the transition from being a dancer and an mc to to a model and and acting Oh, geez. How do I get into it? Um, <laughs> I think, you know, personally, I've, I'm a big fan of uh, movies. I've always been a big fan of movies. And, you know, growing up, uh, I grew up in, in, the, uh, in the 70s and 80s, and I watched these old movies. And, you know, you know the, the stigma with the old Western movies, you know, they, they'd have, they wouldn't use real Native native um, actors for their native roles and um, until Dances with Wolves came out, you know, and you, that was real authentic to me. And that really hit me, hit me in the heart to, to see something, some great acting by West Studios, one of my favorite actors. Uh, if you're listening, West Studios, I would love to work with you one day. Um, you know, so from there, you know, I've always had people encouraging me, Paul, and they would say, you know, you need to be, you need to be in movies. You need to try this. You need to try, try out for this part, you know? And at first I, I would just laugh it off. But, um, um, one day, um, a producer of a, of a film came up to me and asked me if I would play a, a lead role, uh, up in Minnesota. It was, a a film called No Blood of Mine. It's an independent movie. It's an independent film, but it really, um, it really taught me to to learn your character. It was like going to to school again. You had to learn my lines. Had to not only memorize lines, but you also have to be in character. So from there, that really uh, was a, a springboard for me to 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 reach out to other acting communities around the country. So. Slowly but surely, you know, I'm getting the calls to do more. So I just completed another film uh, a year ago called Coyote. It's about the uh, the border, the, the southern border along Arizona. I play a, um, a border patrol, a Native American border patrol agent. So that's coming out very soon. So, you know, one thing led to another, just like in the acting world, it's like power world small world everybody knows each other especially with native actors you know you're you're if you do well you do good you know you're you it word is the best uh, advertising so word by mouth is the best advertising so i get recommended quite a bit uh, within producers and directors yeah it's cool to see that uh more films are, are hiring actual native actors um it 
it's uh it's encouraging and i hope uh, more people will get involved in that um your new movie is coming out so you you play a, a border patrol agent are there other um yeah. n- natives in that one or i was the um one of the main characters but there is other uh there is the other native uh couple others but uh, they were like uh in maybe one or two scenes the yeah. most and i was in, in throughout the whole the whole film yeah i've been watching the the uh, development of that and uh seeing all the pictures come out so i'm looking forward to that um where can we when that comes out where can we go to see that is it going to be uh in any of the uh, reservations or how's it going to be shown Right now, it's uh, it's picked up by it goes through the film festival route. So we're waiting, we're waiting on which film festival will be picked up. Uh, for example, the Twin Cities International Film Festival will pick it up, or other major film festivals around the country. But uh, the good news is, check this out, Paul. It's going to be released on DVD the week of Gather of Nations Power. So I'll have your I'll give you your own personal copy at Gather Nations Power. Sweet. All right. <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll make sure um anybody who's listening, we'll make sure we have links to that when it goes on sale to make sure uh, everybody can get a copy of that. Um and of course we'll post some more articles and, and uh help promote that when, when we get closer to it. That's that's awesome. Um uh, we've done some already done some uh promotion and articles for it so uh, definitely want to follow that. I'm, that's gonna be cool. Um, and so, what else? What what's on the what's on the horizon for you now? Where do you go from here? Oh, glad that you asked that. Um, as you can see, if you watch my social media, um, about a couple months ago, you know, for me, oh, geez, um, long story short, um, a few months ago, I hit a uh, a low in my life. You know, we go through ups and downs in life, and um, I, I really felt I hit a low because health-wise, I wasn't uh, as fit, and um, I wasn't as healthy as I wanted to be, and I don't know if that comes with, with age or, you know, just something, a, a new challenge, but I felt like I needed to switch up my, my life, Paul, so I, I got on this diet <clears throat> similar to... Um, the keto diet so i mm-hmm. completely cut out the carbs and the sugary foods and the, the sodas and paul i just you know put everything aside you know i just i started focusing on my healthy side of life and and being fit and just wanted to really bring back the old larry that was uh really fit back in the early when i was in my 20s and 30s and so I felt like I made a big circle. So again, and uh, and about seven years ago, I had this knee surgery on my left knee, and uh, it just uh, really took a took a toll on my spirit, took a toll on my body, and I wasn't able to run. I wasn't able to train as hard. I wasn't able to dance fancy, let alone dance fancy. So it really, you know, I, I felt I really went through a a, a sad time in life, depressing time in life. And, and I finally got tired of being sick and tired and, and I put all the, um, the bad habits away and I started focusing on my health and, and my, uh, my sobriety. And I started focusing on the good way of uh, living, walking in a good way in life. So 
I'm coming back to be a fancy dancer again, Paul. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> that's, that's great. Um, all right. So what powwows are you hitting this year? Well, I made a, um, I made a commitment to, to come out for a Denver March powwow. And I think um, if Melanie lets me, I want to dance maybe one go round at Gather Nations Power while I'm roving MC there. Ah, uh, that'd be awesome. Hey, do, hey, some, it? do some interviews from the floor. I think that'd be cool. That would be, yeah. Yeah, I have my uh, GoPro on and <laughs> my mic with me. <laughs> so it'd be good. Awesome. That's really cool. All right, well... Um, Again, you know, I really appreciate you spending the time with us and talking about it. it it's so awesome to hear a story of, you know, coming from uh, your community powwow in Iowa all the way to starring in a movie. Uh, it's an amazing story. Any other advice you'd have for the, you know, the young people listening and, and the, the dancers that are just now getting started and the singers out there that are, you know, just starting to practice and, and go to their local powwows? What would you tell them? My, my number one um, advice, Paul, is keep yourself grounded. Be humble. You know, when I'm when I come home to my community, I jump in my old wood truck and I'm helping people out. I'm out there cutting wood. I'm helping my mom. We go to the grocery store together. Uh, help her out as much as I can. Carry in her groceries. Um, you know, just just being home and and. Be be humble, ground yourself at all times. Try to learn about learn about your family, about your your culture, about your language, about your history, because it's very important to go out and educate the non-natives. Because even today, you know, we're in 2019, going into 2020, in a in a political world here you know it's, it's, a, it's a scary time and and i think about my kids you know growing up uh, in this political climate that we're in right now it's very scary so we have to hang on to our rights we have to fight for our rights and um, that's what i want to encourage our our young people is to learn who they are and where we come from as indigenous people uh, that is great advice uh it, it is difficult times right now uh, and one of the ways we can get through this is is being humble and learning from our from our elders and connecting back with our, our culture. I think that's that's the way we're going to move forward uh, and staying together as communities. Um, great advice, Larry. As always, I, I really appreciate talking to you um, and looking forward to seeing you in just a just a couple months. Yeah, absolutely, Paul. I'm just um, you know how time flies, right? So you know I live life to the fullest each day and and like i said each day is a new day and uh again i want to thank you paul for all the opportunities you've given me over over the years at gather nations and even allowing me to go live through powers.com at our local community power here at the Meskwaki indian settlement yeah i'm gonna have to come up there and check that out one year too uh i'd love to see those dances absolutely paul anytime all right well thanks larry again Appreciate your time, and we'll see you on the trail sometime soon. Thank you so much, Paul, and uh, we'll see you in a couple months at Gather Nations Powwow. All right. Good night. Good night. Have a good night. Thanks. That'll do it for this week's episode of Powwow Life. 
Thanks for being with us again this week, folks. And we really appreciate Larry for spending the time with us this week, and we're looking forward to seeing him at Gathering of Nations real soon. The music from tonight's show is by Young Bear. we got links in the show notes where you can download or purchase their CDs. I'm Paul Gatter from powwows.com. Thanks, everybody, and I'll see you down the trail. Here is this week's trivia question. You can head over to powwowlife.com to fill out the form and submit your answer. All the right answers are entered into a drawing for a 10-sticker powwows.com sticker pack. Here's the question. This year, we are celebrating a big milestone. We have been live streaming for a number of years. So tell me, what year was the first year we streamed and what was the first powwow we streamed? If you've been listening or following our content, you should be able to find it. Good luck. Powwowlife.com to submit your answer. What was the first powwow and what year did we first live stream? Good luck and thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next week.